Aloha and welcome to I Hate My Voice, the podcast where we deep dive into our dysfunctional relationships with our voices while also learning to turn it all around. My name is Nikki D and I'm an award-winning vocalist, transformational vocal coach, and founder of the Diva Academy. I have just one mission with this podcast, to inspire and empower you to actually fall in love with your voice. Everybody, back streets, back, all right. Yeah, I'm back. (laughs) And thankfully, so are you, despite my silliness. Um, Thank you so much for being here with me today for episode four of I Hate My Voice. I can't believe it's already episode four. That means we are halfway through season one of I Hate My Voice because it's only going to be eight episodes. And the last episode will air on December 20th. Um, But don't worry, we'll be back for a new season starting in 2024. Meanwhile, welcome back to our season one journey into the heart of vocal relationships. Um, That's really what this podcast is all about at its heart. It's about that relationship we have with our voice, that crucial piece of the puzzle of what it is to have a healthy and sustainable voice and how we overcome the hurdles that are getting in our way. So to all of my singers, actors, public speakers, entrepreneurs, business leaders, and anyone else out there looking to find their voice, both literally and metaphorically, this space is for you. I made it for you. And I hope to make it a space where we grow together, where we learn and fall in love with our voices together. If you have been with me since the beginning, you know that Last week was a bit of a rough one on the podcast. Um, As I wrapped up the topic of vocal shame, it coincided with a lot of crazy shit going on in the world right now. And with the um, very natural feeling, I think, uh, that a lot of us get when crazy shit's happening all around us in the world. Uh, Here in Hawaii, not that long ago... We were dealing with the fire on Maui, followed by mass shootings around the country, followed by war and all sorts of awful things happening across the globe from where I am. But, you know, it can make us feel like a lot of what we do from day to day, it makes it seem pretty insignificant, um, sometimes even frivolous in light of those, you know, certain world events. But in the end, I have to say, after struggling to even record it and then going ahead and recording it, editing it, listening back to it, I did come away from that episode with an even stronger conviction about the work I do. Because while I can't control the ongoing devastation in the world, personally, I know that I do have a very specific set of skills. (laughs) I channel my inner Liam Neeson here. I have a very specific set of skills, skills that can actually help people to express themselves better, um, heal their vocal relationship, and use their voices more effectively. And who knows what that could lead to, right? (laughs) Especially, um, you know, working with young people, working with leaders, who knows where it could lead. 
With that in mind, let's just get back to the true purpose of this podcast and how crucial it is to repair our relationships with our voices. And the reason that's so crucial is because that's what's going to allow us to affect the greatest amount of positive change in the world. And today I really wanted to chat with you guys about the role of vocal coaching in that vocal relationship. And as a kind of a side thing, I'd also like to touch on the surprising overlaps that it has with other types of coaching and how all of it works together to help heal and improve and strengthen those vocal relationships. And the reason I want to bring in other types of coaching in this to this discussion is because I get so many questions about what vocal coaching specifically entails. I think for the uninitiated, those who've never studied voice or met with a vocal coach, it can probably seem rather mysterious from a distance, right? Maybe even a little daunting, especially if you don't have a great relationship with your voice currently and you say things like, I hate my voice on a regular basis. But regardless of your level of experience in the vocal coaching world, you have probably never encountered a coach quite like me in terms of my values, my approach, and especially what drives me to continue this work. I think that is incredibly important. And it's also that motivation is also something I like to share with my students to help them stay on track with their own vocal relationship and their own vocal work. I don't know about you, but I would like to live in a world where people see their voice as more than just this thing in their body that makes a sound. Although in fairness, I don't know who thinks of their voice that way, but you know, where you actually see your voice instead as a pathway to personal transformation. And while we're at it, professional transformation as well. Why not? Because if you think about it, when you're working on your voice, aren't you also confronting all kinds of barriers and walls, even maybe personal demons? <laughs> I know I have personally struggled with all of the above in my own vocal work, and I've witnessed it time and time again in my work with clients. So whatever you struggle with, whether it's a lack of confidence or emotional blocks, vocal shame, of course, as we've covered extensively, or even just common things like plain old stage fright, these things all shape your perception of your voice. And as I've mentioned before, that relationship we have with our voices based in that perception actually mirrors the relationship we have with ourselves, right? So it's like this little microcosm, that relationship with the voice is, a, is like a mini-me version of your relationship to yourself, which is not even arguably the most important relationship of your life. And so this to me, or this view of the voice as a reflection of the self, is really where the magic happens, at least in my brand of coaching. So in my coaching sessions, it's not just about vocal exercises or theory or breath work. I mean, of course, these are crucial elements to vocal work, and I don't mean to downplay them, but it's also about breaking down those walls that hold you back, not just in singing or public speaking, but in expressing yourself in every aspect of your life, both on and off stage. And so you might be wondering, well, why should I care about other types of coaching, like life coaching and career coaching and all that, if we're here to talk about the voice 
isn't the voice a complex enough subject? And while I agree that it definitely is, I also know that in my two decades as a vocal coach, a little more than that actually, my journey, my coaching journey has always intersected with other forms of coaching, just kind of the world I've been in as a coach. And I've been reflecting on this a lot more in the last few years because it's actually impacted my own coaching style and values to a pretty significant extent, especially as I work with more entrepreneurs and business leaders as opposed to professional singers and actors. So, you know, people in the arts. There have been so many revelations and developments in my own vocal work as a result of branching out like this. And it has really given my coaching work a sort of fresh coat of paint, so to speak. So just to be clear, I'm not a certified life coach, and I certainly don't think of myself as a life coach. However, like I said, my coaching style and approach have been greatly impacted by some of the spaces I've inhabited over the last few years, and that's both online and in person. Uh, many of these spaces were created with entrepreneurs and coaches in mind, masterminds and co-working spaces that I've been a member of. There's also the media that I've consumed related to coaching from social media to podcasts to online courses I've taken. I've just had a ton of exposure to the more general coaching world in recent years. And thanks to all of this exposure, I've also learned about the endless types of coaching out there, from career coaching to health and wellness coaching to sex and relationship coaching, the list goes on and on. And it can actually get super duper specific, especially lately as I've been working around mostly females in the coaching space. In fact, it seems like I learn about a new coaching specialty or niche at least once a week in my current co-working environment, often far more than once a week. It really is an exciting new world to be a part of. It's also been fascinating to watch it grow in real time, not only in scope and in scale, but also in acceptance as a legitimate and rewarding career path. For the record, I am a huge fan of life and career coaching, and I've benefited tremendously from my association with it and from my own coaches and mentors um, that I've worked with. I also have to admit that, uh, at least until pretty recently, I definitely felt like an outsider in the coaching world, or at least an outlier. <laughs> Um, some of this probably has to do with the pandemic and the imposter syndrome I was feeling after both my career paths were basically blown up for a little while. But as I developed closer relationships with other types of coaches, I started thinking more about what we actually had in common and what our goals were at the end of the day. Like what was our end goal as a coach, a life coach or a career coach, or for me as a vocal coach. And right off the bat, one of the elements of coaching that we have in common that came to mind was emotional labor. That's a term that came to mind. There is so much emotional work involved in every type of coaching, right? And it can be really intense. And vocal coaching is certainly no exception. I might even argue that because of the vulnerability and the fragility of the human voice, it might even involve a lot more emotional work on a more regular basis. I know for myself, there have been countless moments in my coaching where 
I've held space for everything from tears to laughter to frustration to, you know, triumph. Whether I was comforting a young student, dealing with uh, life's rough patches, we'll call them, or crying myself in, in voice lessons to my own vocal coaches as a student, both in college and later in life. Um, definitely had a coach in Nashville, an absolute saint, who had to hold space for my tears <laughs> at least twice a month. So um, these experiences have all shaped me into a coach who really values empathy and holistic growth as a singer, a speaker, or just however you use your voice. And for me, this journey isn't just about coaching voice. It's about guiding people, guiding voices through the complexities of life. And it's about working with people from all walks of life, artists, entrepreneurs, leaders. We're all unified by this desire to express ourselves authentically through our voices. So when I'm working with people, I feel like each and every story each and every challenge they bring to the table is a learning experience for both of us. It's a step towards mastering both, you know, vocal prowess and basic life skills. So then maybe in a way I am a sort of life coach, but I'm one who approaches life through the specific lens of the voice. And in me, I hope that you'll find an understanding guide who walks alongside you, helping you navigate this beautiful, unpredictable life through the power of voice work. And as we reach the halfway mark of this first very short season, I'm excited to share that I'll be returning in 2024 with even more to offer. You can expect captivating guest interviews, real-time vocal coaching sessions, and all kinds of practical tips to foster a healthy and sustainable relationship with your voice. Because your voice is priceless. It's a gift and it's uniquely your own. So just remember, your voice is a powerful tool and I hope that together we will continue to explore its limitless potential. Uh, meanwhile, we do have four more episodes in season one. Um, the final episode will air December 20th and it's going to be a little bit different the second half of season one. I'm going to start to dive into some really powerful motivations and benefits of vocal work with you and show you some examples of how I apply certain aspects of vocal work in my own life. So hopefully you'll find that interesting and I'm excited to share it all with you. Um, again, thank you for joining me on this incredible journey. Until next time, keep singing, keep speaking, and most importantly, please keep expressing your true self. I'll talk with you soon. Bye-bye. Mahalo for tuning in, and I hope you'll join me again soon for another episode of I Hate My Voice. To learn more about my online vocal programs, visit my website at diva.academy. That's D-E-E-V-A dot academy. You can also find me on social media with the hashtag at Diva Music. And don't forget, that's Diva with two E's. My name is Nikki D. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Aloha. Aloha.